Coming up this week on Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast, a brilliant profile about Elon Musk is a must read. A Model S owner racks up how many referrals? Elon equates car accidents to swimming and more. We're sending you back to the future. Welcome, everybody, to Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast. My name's Ryan McCaffrey. I am pleased to be joining you here on November 15th, 2015, for episode 16 of this uh, humble little Tesla podcast. Uh, Plenty going on this week, at least up front, because I wanted to talk about a particular article to start with. It's not Tesla news, per se, but, uh, of course, our, our friend Elon Musk is almost always in the news, but the, a piece I read on him this week is one of the best pieces of anything I've read in months, if not years. If you have not read it, boy, I just cannot encourage you enough to take the time to do it. Uh, it's called, the piece is called The Cook and the Chef, and it's by Tim Urban, who runs a blog slash, I don't even know what you'd quite call it. Blog is, is probably not, that's not giving him enough credit. But uh, the site is waitbutwhy.com. And on there, uh, Tim does a series of sort of insightful deep dives into various things that interest him. And he's done a, this is the last in a four-piece series on Tesla and on Elon. A little, there's a bit about SpaceX in there too. Sort of just the Elon-verse, if you will. And this, boy, the, the other three pieces, I've, I've read them all and they're excellent. But boy, this last one. Just, it really knocked me uh, back on my heels in the very, very best of ways. It's, it's funny, it's smart, it's well-researched, and I have to admit, it legitimately caused me to think about how I could apply uh, Tim's conclusion to my own life. And not a lot of, I mean, I'm a writer by trade. I, I don't think I've ever written anything <laughs> that I could say has had that effect on anybody, Uh but, but not a lot of writing is powerful enough to do that in, that, I've, that I've been exposed to. I really highly encourage you to go read it. it it's an extremely long read, but so, so worth it. I mean, it's, it's basically to kind of gives you, give you the teaser version to hopefully encourage you to go seek it out on your own. It's, it's Tim having sat down with Elon and clearly spent a bunch of time with him and interviewing him, trying to get at the core of what makes Elon Musk Elon Musk and what makes him different, what makes him a unique thinker and something special. And Tim comes to this point about this this theory, if you will, about how the greatest thinkers and the most sort of disruptive people, uh, meaning in a good disruptive in a good way, sort of uh, you know by by in terms of science or engineering or technology or or uh, just mathematics, etc., that those people, that, that everyone is basically either a chef or a cook. And a cook, as you might imagine, is someone who, you know, just follows the recipe of something that's already been made, something that's already been done, and then they're, they're following the recipe. They might tweak it a little bit here and there, but they, they, are, they are a cook. Whereas a chef, that's the, the Steve Jobses of the world, the Albert Einsteins of the world, 
the the Newtons of the world, and and Tim argues the Elon Musks of the world that a chef is someone who starts from from uh, reason thought rather than rather than uh, sort of codes of of conduct that are passed down from generation to generation, just sort of expectations of behavior, takes those and challenges those internally and and just looks at it at a, at a problem from its core, its most core uh, issue or or question, and then bases a new a new response around that. And it, it really kind of the more he broke it down, I mean it's thousands upon thousands of words long uh, about how Elon is someone who who is a chef who who thinks about things differently than we do, but that we can all be this way. That this that's what I thought was the real heart of the article, uh, and that's that was even the point that Tim came to in the piece, where he talks about, oh, you know, in the whole the whole point of the the realization he had was that like wow, it's not just that Elon is this special guy; it's that we all can be too that he basically realized it's it's about us not about him and he sort of details how you know it's it's difficult to be a chef but we can all try to be chefs in various ways in our own lives and i just cannot praise this enough i can't imagine that tim listens to this humble little podcast uh on the off chance you do tim just bravo just i i I tip my cap to you one writer to another uh, I mean, what I do is is nowhere near in the league of what you do. I, I do a very different thing for uh, for my writing for a living. But I just, as a as a fellow writer, I just cannot express my gratitude and respect enough for that piece. Really encourage you to go read it. Again, the website is waitbutwhy.com. That's W A I T B U T w h y dot com go read it it's a phenomenal piece about elon you don't have to have read the other three uh very very extensive profiles in, uh, of and uh, and around elon to get this one i i you could start with this one and then if you like it go back uh but i highly encourage you to read all of them but especially this one just a fantastic job by tim urban brilliant stuff Next, I want to take a phone call. We haven't taken a phone call here in a... In a it's funny, I, I keep saying we when it's just me sitting here in my home office, but the royal we, right? We, we as in the, the whole uh, ride, the small little ride the lightning community that, that uh, I'm very thankful to have. Anyway, uh, I want to take a call from Will in Atlanta about uh, tax policies, etc. in various states. So, Will, go ahead. Hi, Ryan. Um, fan of the show so far. Um, I'm also a policy nerd, and I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about some of the uh, policies and regulations and financial incentives and things like that that are currently or in the future uh, might come up for the Teslas. I know that in my state, Georgia, they recently uh, got rid of a tax credit um, for Teslas, but there's still the federal one, uh, so I'm assuming it varies by state. I uh, just thought that would be an interesting topic. Uh, thanks, and a uh, big fan of uh, Podcast Unlocked as well. Bye. Thanks for the call, Will. There are far too many state by state things to go through here right now. A, a much a full comprehensive list is on Tesla's website. 
I highly encourage you to go look at that. But nevertheless, you bring up a really good point. If you are, and at the risk of stating the obvious, if you're thinking about getting Tesla, uh, getting a Tesla, or maybe someone in your family is someone you know is, you, sh you should definitely research what incentives do or do not exist in your state. For instance, you mentioned the tax credit that's going away in Georgia, that's unfortunate. A similar thing is happening in Washington state in that a, uh, what had been a sales tax exemption for electronic vehicles, excuse me, electric vehicles, I'm gonna keep doing that, is expiring at the end of the year on Teslas because the state is putting a price cap on uh, cars that are eligible for the exemption of $35,000. So uh, the LEAF can still get it, for instance, uh, but the, you know, the, they're sort of phasing out the, the higher income folks. So the Tesla will no longer be, be uh, feasible for this. Now, I wonder if this will last long enough, uh, if it'll still be around for Model 3, and, uh, and if it is, if Tesla will be able to get the base MSRP of the car to 35k, although I guess even if you add a single option, you might not be eligible for it in Washington State anymore. But nevertheless, it's it's uh, very interesting. Uh, so if you're if you're planning on if you're thinking about buying a Tesla and you live in Washington State, you might want to move very quickly. Like get your get your uh, house in order and consider putting your order down ASAP, so that uh, you might be able to save yourself a, a good you know many thousands of dollars. In California, here, we get $2,500 of a rebate on top of the $7,500 federal rebate. It was a pool, a sort of EV credit pool that I kept expecting would run out long before I get my Model 3 in two, three years. But it's been renewed, albeit with some fairly high house, excuse me, household income limits that I won't come close to exceeding anytime soon. So it's possible that that might still be around for me, uh, especially seemingly as long as Jerry Brown's still the governor because he seems to be a Tesla fan, or at least he's he's shown support for Tesla in the past. So uh, definitely consult the list that's on Tesla's website to see uh, what your state may or may not be willing to do for you. But uh, definitely, definitely one of those things you might not immediately think about when you're going to buy a Tesla. So uh, thanks again for the call, Will. And I wanted to try to drum up a few more phone calls, get some fun discussion going for slower news weeks like this one. So I would love to hear from you with the, with the answers to the following question. What features do you want in your Model 3? Uh, you know, are, are you planning on the base model, bigger battery, max performance? What features from the S or X would you like to see offered on the Model 3? So you can give me a call, be sure to leave your name where you're calling from, try to keep it short-ish, 30 seconds ideally, but you can call toll-free anytime. The number is 1-888-989-8752, which spells T-S-L-A. Again, that's 1-888-989-8752. You can also Skype to that number from anywhere in the world. And I mentioned on that note that if you know someone special with an upcoming birthday, anniversary, graduation, or some other special occasion, you can give them a unique gift of recorded voices from friends and family telling them why they are special. The recordings can be podcasted or put into a keepsake. 
Please visit lifeonrecord.com to learn more, and I thank lifeonrecord.com for providing my uh, Ride the Lightning voicemail here. I'll be right back with some news. Not a lot of news this week, but a couple of interesting stories for you. First up, a salute to Raymond Wu in Hong Kong. In this story I read this week, I want to give credit where credit's due, saw this on InsideEVs.com via Dave T's Tesla Weekly Newsletter. It seems Raymond wasn't the first to 10 referrals in the Asia region, so he didn't get the free Model X Founders Edition, but... Raymond racked up an astounding, get this, 86 Model S referrals. 86. Such that he posted a copy of the email that Tesla sent him. And Tesla offered him not only a free Powerwall and tickets to the Gigafactory grand opening, but an opportunity to swap out his uh, Model S standard 85 kilowatt battery car for a fully loaded P90D Ludicrous Model S free of charge. So just a, a straight swap, which is a pretty good deal for Raymond there. But my goodness, just <laughs> Raymond, man. Uh, he must have been very persuasive that and or he runs in some fairly wealthy circles to even, to even know 86 people. Uh, I know, I don't even know, I don't think I know 86 people who can afford an S, even if I factor in people I do business with. But uh, according to the piece on InsideEVs.com, Raymond runs a uh, health food business and uses the car at times to make deliveries. So bravo, Raymond, that is just insane. 86, that's great. In related news, it seems the other folks who got at least 10 referrals and were thus offered the chance to buy a Founder Series Model X. And, you know, you get your, you get the Founder Series badging and you also get to jump the line, uh, the line which is not getting any shorter uh, since we're still waiting on, on any signature S deliveries. So uh, those folks are apparently, according to posts on the Tesla Motors Club forum, those folks are getting calls now letting them know that they'll be able to order in the next week or so. And according to what those some of those people have been told, some of them may get their cars before the end of the year. So congratulations to all those folks. You're going to have a really cool VIN number, a really cool story to go with your Model X. That is just great, great stuff there. Meanwhile, our friend Elon Musk, who uh, one day, it is my dream that I'll get to interview him on this show. But uh, for now... We'll just continue talking about him. Hopefully one day we'll talk to him. But Elon was speaking about the Model S safety record at the Barron Investment Conference, which I touched on a little bit last week with regards to what he said about Model 3. And here, uh, at the same investment conference, he was talking about the safety record because it was brought up about how there was the story we did last week about the tree falling on the S and the mother and the mother and baby uh, escaping uninjured and Jeffrey Katzenberg getting T-boned uh, in, a, in an intersection and uh, just walking away with a broken wrist uh, and all sort of this, all the, the positive ways the autopilot uh, car that that uh, stopped itself while some idiot turned right in front of the car, etc. And Elon 
just sort of phrased safety in a very, very interesting way. He said, quote, when you have a high-speed frontal collision, it's just like jumping into a pool from a high diving board. You want a deep pool and one without rocks in it, which I thought was just a great analogy. The rocks being, of course, the uh, internal combustion engine and the, uh, the deep pool being, you know, uh, a good-sized front end area in the in the in the model s's and model x's case the frunk so uh i talked about this last week but boy it's just incredible that as the number of total model s's around the world has is now well over a hundred thousand we're they're well over vin 100,000 uh, you can still count the num the total number of fatalities or permanent injuries even on one hand i mean you just don't hear about them because they simply don't happen and it's just a testament to the entire tesla team and a clean sheet car uh thinking about it in a smart 21st century way uh and it i just really think again i i am repeating myself from last week but when it comes time for them to really fire up the marketing machine you know once model 3 is is fully up to speed uh production wise and all of us early Model 3 adopters that have been waiting with bated breath for years for Model 3 once we get our cars and it's time for Tesla to really expand their their awareness level to the general automotive buying population, they are going to have one heck of a safety record to hang their hats on. And it's going to, I think that the safety record alone is going to sell them a lot of cars and then it's the oh by the way it's also electric and it's it's quote-unquote gallons cost the pennies you know the equivalent the gasoline equivalent there you know it's pennies per quote-unquote gallon so uh, great stuff there and then more good news for Tesla this week the company fared very well in the biennial North American suppliers choice study which ranks car companies based on, uh, this is a survey of automotive suppliers. So, you know, everything from people that's maybe supply windshields to door seals to, you know, this part, that part, whatever the case is. Uh, the North American Suppliers Choice Study, and it, so the, the ranks were based on five things. Openness to new ideas, ease of working with the automaker, level of trust, willingness to provide financial incentives or rewards for supplier innovation, and ability to implement innovations. Tesla, this was the first year that they've been featured because it's, a, it's an every two years survey and they were not uh, part of it in 2013. Tesla finished third out of 15 automakers in the survey. BMW finished first, Mercedes second, but then Tesla beating out Honda, Ford, Chevy, and everyone else. It's worth noting that uh, Volkswagen's bad year continues as they ranked 11th out of 15 automakers in the survey. So uh, you remember back, if you've been following Tesla since the early days, well, I suppose the early days or the, even the pre-Roadster days, but let's say if you've been following Tesla at least since before the Model S came out, and, and even in the early days of uh, the Model S, you'll remember that, uh, <clears throat> that they were 
you know, Tesla being so new and unproven and no one had ever made a car company that, that survived, you know, DeLorean couldn't do it. Uh, Bricklin couldn't do it. Tucker couldn't do it. All these guys, but, uh, you know, suppliers weren't as, as eager to work with Tesla back then. There were, there were definitely accounts of that. And that's why a lot of, you know, Tesla took more and more, uh, work in-house. You know, there were stories of Elon just sending stuff back, just not happy with what the suppliers were giving him. But, you know, they, the suppliers weren't giving Tesla their sort of uh, their A-game, as it were, or their their full attention. They weren't, Tesla was not necessarily a, a supplier's highest priority, which, you know, was even somewhat understandable at the time. But now, oh, how things have changed so quickly. So, Great stuff from Tesla. That only, I mean, that's only good news for uh, the Model X as that as that moves into, you know, that's just going to mean better parts and more rapid improvement in those parts on Model X. And the same thing for Model 3. It's all trickle down. I mean, the whole point of everything is to get, the, of the company's entire existence, as stated by Elon in 2006, is to get to Model 3 and make Model 3 happen. And stuff like this, only makes will only make Model 3 even better. So fantastic job from the team at Tesla. Great seeing that. And uh, I'll be right back to wrap up the show right after this. That wraps it up for what is probably the slowest Tesla news week in the 16 weeks I've been doing the show so far. But nevertheless, uh, there were some interesting things to talk about. I remind you to follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. And if it won't fit in 140 characters, you can always email me at teslapodcast at gmail.com. If you're a video game player, check me out at my day job at IGN.com where I've got all sorts of interviews, an Xbox podcast, uh, this, that, and the other thing. Nerdstyles.com is my uh, little side project t-shirt website. It's about 10 video game and geek-inspired t-shirts and a coffee mug as well. So I would love it if you would give a look over there, maybe pick out something you like. Be sure to subscribe to Dave T's weekly Tesla newsletter at teslaweekly.com. That is totally free and super useful. And a reminder that you can now listen to this podcast in your Tesla via TuneIn. Thank you to Jens for that. Just search for Tesla Podcast in TuneIn and then be sure to follow it so that it's easily accessible once again in your car. Again, I would love to hear your get your phone calls for next week, get a little discussion topic going. And that question, the question for the week is, what features do you want in your Model 3, be they battery things, performance things, uh, little the things on, your, on the S or X that you want to see come over to the 3 that you'd be willing to pay for, etc. So give me a ring toll-free, anytime, day or night, phone or Skype, 1-888-989-TSLA. That's 1-888-989-8752. And I will leave you with that. I thank you each and every time you join me. I greatly appreciate it. I'm having a blast doing this podcast. Appreciate you sticking with me. And I'll be back for episode 17 next week.